Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about information security education, and we're talking with Daniel LeCarish, member of the faculty with Regis University's School of Computer and Information Sciences. Daniel, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks, Tom. Uh, uh, thanks for inviting me. Just to give our audience some context here, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the information security program at Regis? Happy to. Uh, I'm an assistant professor at, at Regis University. Uh, Regis University is uh, one of the Jesuit, uh, 28 Jesuit schools in the U.S. Uh, I'm the uh, director for the Center on, uh, on Information Assurance Studies, uh, as well as the, uh, uh, the chair for uh, the IT program. Uh, the information assurance program at, uh, at, at uh, the security program at Regis, we, you know, we have both an undergrad and grad program. Uh, you know, uh, we're a typical undergrad program in that we focus on tools, on, on, uh, on concrete objective learning uh, in, on the undergrad side. Then on the grad side, uh, we, are, uh, uh, we, we use uh, uh, constructivist uh, teaching methods. Uh, but fr frankly, for information assurance, what it appears to me is happening is we have a, a real strong governance compliance policy track, and then our students have broken themselves off into more of a technical technical track. Uh, so our, our grad students are uh, more interested in forensics, firewall manipulation, uh, offensive or uh, defensive um, uh, methods. So it's uh, it's a uh, it's a good uh, specialization, uh, you know, within the field of information assurance. Well, tell us about your students. Who are the primary students, and what types of unique challenges do they pose to the program? We're a, an adult accelerated program, uh, so what we attract students from the Colorado area, from the Front Range of, of, of the Mountain West, as well as we have a large population that are online. Eighty-five percent of our students are online. The, as an adult program, uh, we have uh, 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 an older adult group. Uh, our median age is somewhere around 34, 35. Uh, they're working professionals. Uh, they have quite a bit of experience, but they need uh, either the bachelor's or master's degree to be able to move ahead in their, uh, in, uh, in their jobs. So they tend to be from government, uh, business. Uh, we get a few... Uh, a few educators. Uh, we also have a. Uh, a uh, we're starting to see a, 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 a increase in our career changer population. So we have always had an inexperienced, experienced group of students. Uh, so that be, that becomes a challenge for us uh, to, to be able to educate uh, as an undergrad or grad. Educate in this in this classroom that's that's uh, that's not quite balanced. To have people that. Uh, that know the stuff, and then you have people that are just trying to, you know, trying to get into the industry, trying to learn. So what we do is we have a very uh, active classroom, uh, either online or classroom-based. But that, and that classroom means that they, our instructors, who are working professionals, they, the challenge for them is to get this this group of adults to learn from one another. So we 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 have some great. Uh, discussion-oriented classes. Uh, we, we do quite a bit of uh, writing. Uh, take, uh, we, we do research to do some research into uh, into IA problems. 
Now, you talked about the online offerings. I'd like to hear more about those and who distinctly takes advantage of those offerings because I imagine that's taken the university in a whole different direction in recent decade. Yeah, but Regis is very well experienced with the online classes. We have a very uh, good working relationship with our distance ed group. Uh, and we've been at this since uh, late 90s, so we, we, uh, uh, we've got some pretty interesting uh, approach to, uh, to online education. I think uh, for the IA classes, uh, primary and the security classes, uh, what we try to do is offer a variety of uh, modalities uh, to our students so that they have different learning styles, so you will do a, a virtual lab. We, I also manage the academic research network that's a, that is supported and maintained by our second year grad students. Well, that network is responsible to deliver uh, virtualized forensics labs, for example, to our computer forensics class or network forensics class. We have a risk management lab. We have some very good undergraduate uh, uh, simulation labs using GNS3. Uh, so we're we're a technology program uh, at a, a, a very fine uh, liberal arts school, uh, and we. We represent this mix between uh, educating the person uh, and but also having them leave here with substantial technology. Now let's talk about some of the affiliations you have. You, you're closely aligned with government, I know. What types of government and business affiliations do you have, and how do they benefit your programs? Well, our principal designation is that we're a national center of academic excellence in Information Assurance Education. That's the formal title from the NSA. Uh, so that means the DOD has looked at our program uh, in Information Assurance, uh, has looked at the, uh, and, and we have successfully mapped uh, to the uh, CNSS standards, which are uh, DOD government standards uh, uh, for both uh, administ uh, security administrator uh, and systems administrator. Uh, what that means is we've gone through we, uh, we've gone through a what is it six years now of of, of reevaluate of evaluation by the NSA followed by uh, our most recent uh, in, in June of 2009 our most recent remapping to those standards. Uh, we attend uh, quite a few uh, security conferences locally and, and nationally. Uh, we have good alliances with uh, the, uh, not just the security firms in in Colorado, uh, but uh, you know many of the uh, uh, many of the top 500 companies in Colorado uh, look at us uh, look for look at us for graduates uh, that uh, can either work on the business side, on the admin side, you know, and that those sort of positions. Well, that's a good point. Where are you placing students when they graduate your programs? Most of our uh, students are returning to their post, so they're uh, going back to their companies better educated with a, either a bachelor's or master's degree. Uh, the, you know, as you know, uh, IT has been hit by, uh, as, well, it's, it's, it's been down for many years. Uh, we've also got a, you know, a recent problem with the recession. Uh, but what we're seeing is increased hiring in the spring months of, of this year. Uh, and the, uh, the, the banks, the financial institutions in Colorado and uh, throughout the nation, they are 
they are hiring. Uh, uh, the the other placing placement we're doing is the uh, uh, is with the federal government, especially the DoD. We have quite a few students who are going into uh, uh, into security ad, junior level security admin jobs. Uh, one of the other uh, benefits of our program is that we, because we are a CAE, we also have scholarship uh, funds available for security personnel, either that uh, uh, are currently working with the government or a, D, a DOD contractor, as well as we we have a scholarship and stipend. It's called the IASP program, Information Assurance Scholarship Program, and those do that's a, a scholarship for. Uh, for recruitment, so that means those students are going right into NSA, DoD type of security jobs. So we have a, a mix between uh, you know, students that are already employed and then students who are, uh, are making career changes. Now you've got sort of a unique student body base there. What do you require of students who are entering your programs? Uh, we requ- our requirements are uh, are an essay, so prove you can write and communicate. Uh, we don't uh, require a GRE. Uh, we have a, a background check uh, like all colleges do. Uh, you know, very simple application. So it's a very lean process to, to apply for our program. Uh, and of course, if you're going into grad school, you'd, uh, you have to, uh, we require a bachelor's degree from an accredited university. Uh, the other thing we we see is we see quite a few tra- transfer students uh, that find out about our program because of our uh, NSA affiliation or they you know, come through uh, one of the government programs. We can transfer up to six hours of existing credit into our graduate program, and then of course we have quite a few uh, transcriptional uh, uh, alliances with community colleges. So we have a community college feed. And we, and we also have uh, you know, the, the people that find us on the web or through our marketing efforts. Now, one thing that schools always need, I know, is it help from businesses and from government to, to one, let you know what needs they, ha- they have to have filled, but, two, to give you the resources that you need as well to improve your own offerings. What do you need in your programs from business and government to improve what you're doing now? Well, uh, it's, uh, because I run the research lab, equipment is always good to have, and we've got reasonable support from the local businesses and in uh, uh, in Colorado, uh, Hitachi Data Systems. Uh, we've got seven terabytes of, of fan storage. The uh, uh, we just received a donation of equipment, so those sorts of things are good and. They, you know, are, are persi- they help the program to be persistent. But what we really need is leadership uh, from the business government side to tell us what they need, and uh, it, it tell us they, what what their worker profile uh, is. You know, what are they requiring from the workers? The uh, so we we form in industry groups, we form uh, focus groups to be able to be able to uh, have the business and government lead our uh, our new offerings. That's how we got into forensics uh, a few years ago. Uh, the, uh, the Obama administration just announced the uh, cyber defense initiative. Uh, that's, you know, we're fairly well positioned to be able to provide 
uh, you know, students for that uh, for that effort. Hopefully, there'll be some federal funding that follows that to be able to encourage, be able to be able to advance our already existing, uh, you know, research efforts as well as education. Efforts. Definitely exciting times to be in information security. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, uh, the 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 students are the most exciting. It's all about the students here. This is uh, and it's ex it's exciting to see our undergrad and grad students get it. Uh, you know they know the, that there's a the threat model that's out there. They're you know, the first line responders uh, that are uh, you know, responsible for protecting the assets, and that's what information assurance is about. I've got to be able to exchange information, uh, you know, with a business uh, partner, and then trust that as when when that business partner returns information to me, it with a value added attached to it, we both benefit from it. If that trust is broken, then we've got a problem with information assurance, and that's not a good thing. Very good, Daniel. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Oh, thanks, Tom. It's good talking with you. We've been talking with Daniel Lakarish of Regis University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.